Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. We're live. Hell yeah, yo, what's going on YouTube? It's Rich Medic, and I'm here with... Ramiro. Yup, and this is the Line in the Heart podcast. What is this, episode 8? Yeah. Yeah. 8, everything's Uh, going great. Cool. Also, for anyone that doesn't know, his name is Kendall. Oh my god, why would you say that? (laughs) (laughs) We're 8 episodes in, nobody knows your name. Oh, they wanted to know? Yeah, that's my name. But you're welcome to yeah. call me Rich if you guys catch me in the streets or at a local con or something. Yeah, if you, if you catch him in the streets. Yeah. I do be in the streets. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember uh, we, uh, I used to live in a the little city called Linwood, which was um, right next to Compton in uh, California. Remember, uh, we had a, a couple of cousins and aunts and uncles that lived there, and then they kind of got a little bit... Um, they started moving out because it was uh, somewhat a little dangerous, probably more dangerous than what I remember it being. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember one of my aunts opened up like a dress store in Linwood, and uh, her her cousin came, uh, and I remember uh, I I asked them I was like, hey man, you want to go walk into like uh, McDonald's or something? Like I'll go buy you some food. I had money. I, I can't remember how. And then um, he uh, he. He didn't want to go, and his his answer was like, "Oh no, I'm not going over there. It's too ghetto for me over there." Dang. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it was really funny though because we lived in the like the same area, but then it got a little bit too street for him. Uh. But uh, I mean, I I looking back, I also wouldn't want to live over there again, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah, I don't want to live in the hood. I've already done that enough times. But yeah, I remember when I I'll be in the DC when, uh, streets delivering food to different businesses. <laughs> That's what I mean. Not actually doing street activities. Nah, dude. We do we do jaywalking here. We <laughs> I'm, I'll sell loose popsicles wherever I can. I'll <laughs> I'll uh I'll do whatever I can. Um, but no, no, no. It, it was uh what was uh the other thing too is that we used to um when you were little, did you ever go like walking? From like, did you guys did you guys walk a lot when you when you were younger? Yeah, all the time. Like, what you what you guys do? Like, just go to from store to store or to the mall or like what? Yeah, um, well, I grew up in this place called Bowie. It's in Maryland. It's a pretty nice uh, like suburban city, right? It's kind of divided into sections. And mm-hmm. before we had our mall, which is kind of like an outdoor mall, we used to walk to like Giant Pizza Hut. Um, 7-Eleven. Dude, we used to go walking to Little Caesars all the time. Just yeah. Walk, walk with it back home. That's what you do in the neighborhood, man. Good times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just just be walking everywhere. Yeah, just walk. Walk to your friend's house. Go to the store. Like, I used to love walking to Pizza Hut because they had the Neo Geo machine there. So you could play, like, yeah. uh, was it all the S&K games and stuff. So you could play, like, Sam Show. Uh what else um was the king of fighters fun time man all of it yeah I, I definitely do miss that um definitely that's the one thing i miss from living in like a like a really like populated city it's just you can 
I, I was a big fan of that, and if I, when I lived in Houston, like if I was close enough, I would ride my bicycle. Granted, I didn't have a car, but uh, I would just ride my bicycle or just sometimes just walk to Starbucks and just hang out there for a while and just head back home. Yeah. Those are good times, yeah. man. Yeah, definitely, definitely miss that. But um, how's your how's your week going? Oh, my week has been good, man. Um, I went and got like the best chicken sandwich I ever had from this place called Golden Skillet. Popeyes. No, not Popeyes. <laughs> but man, that shit was delicious. I had like two of them. They were so good, man. I wish they would have had tomatoes on the sandwich, but you know, tomatoes. Yeah, I like tomatoes, lettuce. A little bit of well, mayonnaise. Well, what kind of what kind of chicken sandwich was it? Like, is it grilled, fried? Like, it's a uh, fried strip, fried. Yeah, yeah tomatoes. I don't know about that. Dog, I, if I have lettuce, I want tomatoes. <laughs> they had lettuce yeah. on it. I'm like, bro, where are the tomatoes at? You're like, we don't have tomatoes. I'm like, okay, well, that sucks, but it's still a very good sandwich, man. Golden skillet. Yeah, but I love y'all. But I wouldn't. I would not fuck with. I, I don't like man. I don't like mayonnaise all that much. I don't fuck with mayonnaise. Dude, you only need a little bit. Like too much mayonnaise will not. kill something. You just need a little. Dude, bit. every time I get I go to McDonald's and I order a chicken sandwich, I tell them no mayonnaise. I get PTSD flashes to them. Like just fucking putting fucking mayonnaise oh, yeah. all over the goddamn sandwich. You don't want that. No, seriously, fuck that. That's one of the reasons why I don't eat anymore is because I used to like these chicken, the spicy McChickens. I don't think they sell them anymore. At least at this McDonald's, they don't sell them. But the spicy McChickens, but then they would put so much fucking mayonnaise on it. Yeah. I can't. It, it ruins it. Did I do anything else cool this week? I played a bunch of Dead by Daylight. I got drunk and played some Dead or Alive 6. I need to start playing some other games, but yeah. Just I mean, been those a are, those are like, those pretty are like average week. Yeah, they are. Those are like your your comfort games. They are. So I haven't been doing like too much. Still been working out, which is good, you know. That's good. Um, yeah, dude. Yesterday I went to a pool party with um some close family members. Uh, it was my first time going to a pool in a very long time, and mm -hmm. I was teaching some of the kids how to swim because I, for anyone that doesn't know. I was a swim instructor for like seven years. I know how to fucking swim. I know how to <laughs> teach people how to swim. Dude, I I taught literally every age group you could think of at this pool that I worked at for like seven years. We're talking prenatal, preschool, um, fucking regular school, elementary age, whatever, teens, uh, young adults, old fucking people. Dang. Yeah, I taught, I taught every age group. Um... Anyway, uh, yeah, I was teaching these kids how to swim, and I was treading water. Do you know what treading is? Yeah, of course. Okay, so it's like when you stay... For you guys that don't know, treading water is when you stay in one area. Yeah, you just stay without, afloat. Yeah, you just stay afloat. Um, some people don't know how to do it. Um, it's not as hard as it sounds. It really is more of a activity that you can do if you kind of just relax yourself and just do almost natural body movements. You can almost kind of just do it by like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, I was doing that while holding like three kids and moving them around and doing all this stuff and just like spinning and doing this and doing that. And after two hours, I was fucking tired. I was so goddamn tired. Oh yeah, you use a lot of movement with swimming, man. You will be sore. Yeah, I wish I had my own lap pool in the backyard. 
Yeah, swimming's always fun though. I miss swimming. I haven't been swimming this summer. Because my, my workout um, resume when I had it was uh, I would go to a 24-hour fitness, lift weights for like uh, 30 or 40 minutes, then um, go usually uh, go swimming afterwards for about another 30 or so minutes. And then when I was done with that, uh, go into the hot tub for about 10 minutes and then go into the sauna for about 15 or so minutes. Hell yeah. Oh, someone's at my door. Hold up. Oh, yeah. Gotta let him in. Give me one sec. Yeah. All right. Rich is uh, currently leaving. He's uh, standing up. Someone's at his door. It could, it could be a spy. It could be an assassin. It could be almost anybody. We don't really know. For all we know, Sonic the Hedgehog has come into his house, infiltrated him to see if he could do voiceover work for his next game. But Rich walks over there cautiously, very tired. Not a care in the world. Still thinking about this chicken sandwich that he got with tomatoes and a little bit too much mayonnaise. And he's walking, and he's teeter-totting. He's stepping, moving back and forth. His... What are the, his dreadlocks. They're not braids, they're dreadlocks. His dreadlocks, just swishing and swashing. And then, he gets the package. He brings it back to his room. He doesn't, he, he, well, he's carrying it right now. He doesn't know what's in it. Threw it into the bathroom. Picked it up. Putting his headphones back on. I gotta stop telling the story. He's gonna kill me. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, no, I definitely, I, I just want to say that I definitely miss uh, swimming. I miss having a gym to go work out at. Yeah. It's very, very annoying not having a gym. Um, uh, so is, is that, uh, is, was that all for your week? Yep, that's about it, man. It's just been business as usual. Um, yeah, it's just boring. Regular, yep. I wish I would did more cool stuff. I mean, good things are coming down the pipeline. I think that's good in terms of games I mean, and you know whatnot. Well, what game are you excited for right now? Oh, Tony Hawk. Oh, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Yup. Crash Bandicoot uh, 4. Yeah, those, uh, they look pretty good. Um, I'm probably gonna play Tony Hawk. I don't know about Crash Bandicoot. Hmm. Yeah, Crash, it's just, you know, I used to play a lot when I was younger. It's just not my thing anymore, really. Oh, man, I never got over the platforming genre. I love it. Uh, I totally did. I, I even played Fall Guys. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. The uh, only... Fall Guys? I even played shitty platformers like Bubsy and Bubsy 3D. Thank God I like stopped playing them, but yeah, I played those. Gex, another <laughs> shitty one. Uh, dude, Gex, yeah, I remember that. That's oh, um, man. There was Gex and there was another, wasn't there another Lizard RPG? I just cannot remember on top of my head. I don't know. Gex was like the worst. He had the worst puns. You never shut the I fuck could, up. Oh, yeah, no, 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 never mind. I'm ta I'm, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, Gex. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day was also that was. Oh cool. yeah, I love Conquer. Yeah, Conquer was really good. Good times. We could have a. They should do a downloadable um game for uh, Conquer Live and Reloaded. That'd be tight. Yeah, but Conquer's uh Live and Reloaded is just so. Uh... Oh sweet, I can actually uh. Actually, hold up. I need to uh, do something right now. Um. 
Yeah, Conker's Live and Reloaded was... Man, that was such a weird game that they decided to make. Yep. It went from like, oh, Microsoft's like, we bought Rare. Conker's Live and Reloaded now. And then uh, the story was really cool. Because it was just a whole... A whole redo of the uh, of the game. Mm-hmm. And then the... Uh, what was weird was the multiplayer. Because it got so redone and turned into a a third-person class fighter. There was a healer, there was a tank, there was your heavy artillery, there was your, your like, um, close-quarters melee uh, uh, kind of dude. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, very weird. It was fun. I like mowing it, down uh, the teddies. The Xbox version of the multiplayer, I cannot get into, dude. I had a lot of fun playing it, man. Good times. Yeah. I just, I just, I just couldn't get into it, man. On like, the it was, OG Xbox, that big ass system with that big ass controller. Okay, did did you ever play Guilty Gear? No. No, not no. at all. I watched people play it. Uh, okay. Hold up, sorry. I, I just got a confirmation for my credit card. I have a PlayStation credit card. When I buy PlayStation games on it, I get extra points. Anyway, um. My payment went through, which is cool. It's on a monthly payment plan. But the reason why is just I got excited right now was just because I had to turn on the PlayStation and just put Guilty Gear to download. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so um, didn't mean to do that in the podcast, but it's just uh, it's just one of those things where I was like, I'm trying to get this in so I can do something with it uh, later. Yeah, I didn't um, know you were into Guilty Gear. Uh, I like that buddy girl with the guns. Oh yeah, she's cool, dude. Have you played her before? No, I. She's very. I'm not sure if I want to get into Guilty Gear. I should have played the beta, which I fucked up on. I should have did that and like tried it out because I don't know the system, but it looks cool. Yeah, no, uh, I've I've been a big fan of Guilty. I remember I had a PSP version of Guilty Gear, um, that I legit couldn't understand it. I didn't know what was going on with it. And uh, I, I didn't know, uh, like, I just I just didn't know anything of it. Like, uh, I uh, I remember just playing it. Every now and then I would do a special. I learned how to do Souls, like, some of his fire attacks. Yeah. And then just didn't know, just legitimately didn't know how to do with that. It's, it's something that I always wanted to get back into. Um, just because I just thought it had cool art style. So that's probably the main reason why, honestly. Yeah, I, I do like the art style a lot. It's just I haven't seen a character that I just like. I see them Dude. and I want to play them. Like, I haven't had see, that happen with Guilty Gear. That's so funny because I never look. At, I almost never look at fighting games like that. The only game I ever looked at that was a fighting game that I was really like that with was um, um, Soul Calibur Two with Link. Mm-hmm. That was it. Really. Yeah, that was the only game that I remember buying specifically because of the guest character. I oh. played with Link, and I was like, Link is super fucking cool. He can do all this cool shit. Um, it's a goddamn shame nobody ever... People nowadays won't know what, how to play with him. But, um, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, then from Link, I learned a little bit of Nightmare. I learned a little bit of Voldo, mm-hmm. and that was kind of it. I was sold on Soul Calibur 3 because I was like, oh, it's the next version of it. Bought it. It was for the PS2, whatever. Uh, had a corrupted game discs. Uh, had a corrupted game file. The first iteration of the game. Fuck that game. My game got corrupted <laughs> three times. Oh, like, so, like I was at like 
the seventy percent completion mark for the story mode just got corrupted. Then it got corrupted again at like the forty percent mark. So what do you buy fighting games based on then? Um, usually it's very mechanics based. The mechanics, okay. That's uh, almost a hundred percent. It's like uh, because I'm looking at my PlayStation now. Hold on. So, on this thing, I have Soul Calibur Six because I really like the way 3D movement feels in that game. And I like that it has a lot of different, just different characters have different weapons, and I'm a sucker for that shit. Yeah. But they also have different ranges. Mm-hmm. And I'm a I'm a big fan of that. And so, like, you could have a character that has a really long range, but because there's a really long range, they're slightly slower, like Astroth. Or you can even have some characters that sometimes break that rule, like Nightmare, really long range, but Nightmare is also really, really fast. Right. Like he can, uh, he can actually. It's so caliber. So in DOA, you know more about DOA than than I do. I mean, I make more vid. I make a lot of some vid. Not even a lot. I make some videos on DOA talking about like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I try to make a joke here and there. That's that's the most of the time I'll make a joke. I'll put it in my in my little notebook app on my phone, and I'll look at my computer for like an hour and be like, find a way to turn this into a joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> and pray to God that it works out. But um, in, in DOA, the, to optimize damage in DOA, you have to do a counter hit or a counter throw or a counter hold. Mm-hmm. And, but if you do a counter strike, usually that's going to... Usually, if it's a regular strike, it'll turn into a launcher. And if it's a launcher strike, it might lead to a, a, a stun or something. I, I don't. Yeah, you, but, um, you pretty much got it. But um, in, uh, in, in DOA, you want to do a launcher, and then you want to juggle. And you want to kind of keep on juggling as much as you possibly can. And if, if the juggle runs out, you want to do some kind of stun reset, if possible. If you can't do a stun reset, some kind of environmental damage. And if you can't do that, then your ultimate or a combination of all those three. Yeah. I mean, you pretty okay. much got it down. And Soul Calibur, because uh, uh, you don't play Soul Calibur, right? Or, or if you have, maybe it's very little. Yeah, I've played plenty of the Soul Calibers, but I never, like, learned them, learned them. Oh. oh, I think you would like Soul Calibur 6 a lot if you haven't played it. I have um, especially, Especially now, because they've made a lot of changes that I think they've looked at a couple of 2D fighters. Um, and uh I'll talk about them a little bit in terms of what they've done. So with Soul Calibur, you can juggle. You can't really juggle all the time, though. You can juggle if it's a ded- if it's a string dedicated to that specific juggle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like if it's if it's a if it's a guaranteed combo, then yeah, sure. But if it, outside of that, if that if the combo is not meant to do that, if you're trying to juggle your opponent, because, that you won't be able to do it all the time consistently because there is uh, some air control in that game. Gotcha. Yeah, and and Soul Calibur has so many defensive mechanics. It's so layered. It's uh, I don't want to go too much into it. Yeah. But um. But uh. From from like from DOA, I like it because it's so hard focused on reads. Like if you can read your opponent, you can just psych him the fuck out. And even if you suck, like me, who drops combos all the time, I drop combos all the goddamn time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm, dude, when I'm doing a combo, I'm like Velma from Scooby-Doo. I drop it, and I'm like, where's my combo? <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and then, uh, 
in Soul Calibur, you can do combos. It's it's also kind of stun. Uh, they do have a stun system with different levels of stuns. Yeah. And if you can understand a stun system, you can do a combo, but you can't really do outside of strictly stunning somebody. You'd have to force them into like a, like a, a tech trap. But um, well, first, what exactly what what exactly is a tech trap? Because you actually know what that is. I don't know what that is. Oh, like a frame trap. A tech trap, frame trap, whatever. What is what is that? I I hear it all the time, but I I legit don't really know what it means. Oh, it's pretty simple. It's just you know, if I do like a plus move, usually a move that's like plus four, mm-hmm. and then I just do an attack immediately. If you hit any kind of button, I'm at an advantage, so I get the combo or you know, the plus frames. Okay. What if you just? What if you don't hit anybody? Then it's not a frame trap. I mean, it is. It's still a frame trap. You just didn't fall for it. Okay, so you're you're betting on a, on a counter on your opponent misplaying. You're yeah. you're basically betting on them mashing buttons for the most part because that's I mean that's just your natural instinct. Yeah. Okay. So so Calibur has a lot of like that. No. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and then. So Calibur, um, in in um, in, uh, in DOA, your th- stuff is very frame specific in the sense of what you can do when you can do it. Like, you can do a hold. You the hold has to be done certain frames within the strike being done. Uh, if it's a if it's a, a just frame hold, which means it's frame, you do the perfect frame timing. It tends to do a little bit more damage. I think it's like twenty percent more damage or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, but in uh, so Calibur. You can do a guard impact, uh, which is uh, pretty generous with its its window timing. Um, you can do attacks where they're very. Uh, if you do it at the right frame, uh, if you do it frame specifically correct, then it can do additional damage, or it comes out even faster than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing with throws. You can do a perfect frame throw, where it just it, a perfect frame throw. I think is unblockable actually. Dang. Um, oh, you can't you take can out of a, it. Yeah, you you won't be able to if it's a perfect frame throw. I I believe, um, you can do uh, but a, and you can do uh, but in DOA, a throws are what five frames or something like that. Yeah, neutral throws five frames if it's a grab and in DOA, four. yeah, in DOA you can only grab in neutral, which means that your opponent actually has to not be doing anything because once they start a strike animation. Unless it's a strike that they can lose to a throw, which is usually like a slower, riskier strike that might, a button might have to be held down or something, um, the the throw won't go through. Yeah. So if you do a strike and they do a punch, the throw won't go through. Even if you did the throw prior to the the strike animation, the strike is designed to beat out the throw. That's the triangle system. Yep. And, and so caliber, um, as long as you can just grab them. Uh, it, it's it's good. You're good. You're good all the time. You just walk around them, just grab them, just go around, just grab them, just grab them. Just, as long as the it, it beats out the frames, you, they don't have to be a neutral. Just grab them. Yeah. So it's like Tekken. I get you. Yeah. I, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know if Tekken's like that. But I mean, well, they're both made by Bandai Namco. So yeah, yeah I guess the so. Same thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh. But the but the one thing that Soul Calibur did add from a lot of two D fighters, which I'm a big fan of, is um. So did you ever play any anime fighters? Uh yeah, I played a 
few, like Blade Sweep, Cross ones? Tag Battle. Um, cross Tag Battle. What do anime fighters have that other 2D fighters do not have? Like chain combos, basically. What's that? It's like where you just kind of go A, B, C to like a combo instead of like one frame links where it's like specific timing. Yeah, but that the uh, but they also have um a lot of those characters tend to have gimmicks, right? Yeah. Yeah, in uh, Soul Calibur Six, one thing I do like a really big change that I am personally a big fan of because it differentiates every character so much more mm-hmm. is they have given way more gimmicks to almost every single character, and not only have they have they given more gimmicks to every single almost every single character, whatever gimmicks the character used to have, they've kind of refined them a little bit. And they've made them better. Like when, when Juan, what's his name? Juanamaru, Juanamaru, the guy from Samurai Showdown, the Samurai. Oh yeah, yeah. Like when he was released in Soul Calibur Six, they made it with Mitsurushi, Mits, Mitsurushi. Mitsurugi. <laughs> Mitsurugi. I, in my mind, I was thinking Mitsurugi and Mitsubishi at the same time. <laughs> they made it so that Mitsurugi, um, after he does a special, for a certain time after his special, like he's in like this like this heated up anger mode where his arms are glowing with fire and he just does more damage. Nice. Um, with Astroth, he's got his like perfect frame throws. He's got these things called revenge moves, which are armor attacks that if your opponent hits them, then they can, tend, they can lead to a lethal hit or they just become stronger than what they are. Um, yeah, I saw one chick. I think her name is like Amy. She throws like roses. Oh yeah, Amy... Yeah, yeah, Amy, she throws these roses, and she can she can change between, like, red and blue roses, and they do some other stuff. Also, that chick, 15 years old. Amy's 15 years old. Oh, yeah. That's no, cool. No, she's a, she, she is a lowly. That's fine. I just said she's a chick. I mean, she's a fighting game dude, character. Dude, dude, dude. Uh, so, Caliber Community argues about her age all the time. I don't care about any of these characters' ages. I'm not looking trying to date dude astaroth, <laughs> Ast- astaroth that big that big that big grappler dude, yeah seven years old so i don't even want you talking about oh him. no <laughs> seven years old no he just got made he's just a little he's more like, he's, exactly he's one he's what you call them test tube babies first of all that game has freaking valdo in it valdo is like straight up nightmare fuel oh yeah um oh yeah so um but uh, so then Nightmare, like Nightmare and Siegfried, mm-hmm. it's cool because Nightmare and Siegfried, one thing I really liked as the games progress is that like, you, you they're like two halves of the same, well, they, originally they were two halves of the same character. If you go back into Soul Calibur, they used to be the same character. Yeah, I remember. And then they split. And then um, Nightmare is like the more aggressive form. Siegfried is also way more stance based. They both have stances, but Siegfried is more stance based. And Nightmare is way more um, aggro. Yeah. In this game, uh, Soul Calibur Six, they made it so after you take a certain amount of hits with Siegfried, your arm starts starts glowing, and you can do certain counterattacks. With with Nightmare, after you do certain energy, certain energy, after you do certain like, I think the game calls them like negative energy attacks or something like that. Mm-hmm. They he gets. Like a proto soul caliber, I mean soul charge state, which means that he has access to some of his soul charge moves. Gotcha. And uh, as the game has progressed, they've 
how can you differentiate between these two states, between these two characters? Uh, they've made it a lot more clear. And they've also, the gate, one thing I like is that with the open, um, with the, the development team being way more open with the fans, and I, I attribute that to um, SoCalibur 6 doing very good in the tournaments because uh, the tournament players, are they're constantly tweeting at Okubo for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Some, some, sometimes they bother him with some stupid fucking bullshit. Yeah, I think Bandai uh, Namco does a good job of like listening to their fans. Yeah, it's that when it comes to Dragon Ball Fighters, and then they're just like, nah, you got seven Goku, son. Well, I seven. mean, people love Goku, so I mean, that's kind of... is it, If you make a Dragon Ball game, you're going to have multiple Gokus. That's just how it is. It's Dragon Ball Z, yeah. man. People love Goku, but I mean, it would also be cool if they could... Do you know, you know, if you're going to put Goku in there, go really out there, get like Super Saiyan 4 Goku. Something just fundamentally different. Yeah. Um, but uh, not... I hate it when games use the same character model. That's why I fucking hate Phase 4. Oh, yeah. The, the, the idea of using the same character model bothers the shit out of me. Granted, in um, Soul Calibur 6, uh, Siegfried and Nightmare, if you take all their clothes off, it's the same character model. But hey, one has a big fucking arm. You know, it's, yeah, it's real easy to differentiate them. I remember when Soul oh. Calibur was freaking Soul Edge. Good yeah, times. Yeah, I... I uh... I don't remember that. It did have a cool intro song, though. Yeah, so what everyone seems to remember from it. Had a fun but, time. Uh, so, so the the last thing uh, before I move on to Soul Calibur, because I've been talking about it way more than I planned on to, um, is that they've implemented a lot of these. Uh, so Sasselamel, the only uh, black dude in Soul Calibur, mm-hmm. uh, was really fucking cool too, because if you look at his backstory. Maybe he's been around since Egyptian times or whatever, but uh, his backstory is actually really dope. He's almost like the arbiter of time or something like that. Yeah, and he can't die or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so I really like Sasselmel. He's I love the way he talks. Never. I, w- I wish he was voiced by Keith David. I really do. Um, <laughs> oh, Keith David, my man. Uh, uh, shout out to Saints Row 4, where, where Keith David evolves from uh, being a voice to the actual character. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, So anyway, uh, Sasla Mel, his gimmick is... And I don't know uh, how long ago you played Tokyo Calibur 6, but next time you try it, check out Sasla Mel. Because they gave him... In one of the updates, they gave him a projectile. So he just he just has it now. He, his gimmick when the game launched was that he had these curses... Where the more you would hit an opponent, the more um, they would get like these little, I don't know, purple fire things floating around them. Mm-hmm. And once they have one of those, you can do this ability where you stop time and for like uh, half a second. But the more of these little energy balls, I think the max you could have on them was three, the, the longer you can hold time for. So you, you know, if you're into juggling, if you're into a long-ass combo, you can take, you can make huge advantage with that nice. you know you do your combo extend slow down time just reset your combo just keep on going um but what but the cool thing is that hey they gave him projectile so now the projectile hits it's another way to get those little uh, um ember things on them not 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 only that but then then they made it easier to know what attacks g- give you the embers they've they've made it easier to know to your opponent know when he's got stuff on him, it's. I like a lot of the quality of light changes that they made to Soul Calibur Six. I wish they would do that to other fighting games, and I wish 
that with Soul Calibur 6, something that they did is that they took a lot of lessons from Tekken, they took a lot of lessons from 2D fighters, and they just kind of applied them all in there, and I like that a lot. Dude. But yeah, that's... Go check out Soul Calibur 6 if you haven't, guys. It's a, it's a fun game. Um, you know, it's it's cool. But yeah, Guilty Gear, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bandai Namco, they're like the top dogs of the fighting games right now. You can't stop them. Dragon Ball... Well, Dragon Ball Fighters, that was published by Bandai Namco. Mm-hmm. But Arxis worked on it, right? Yeah, but Arc Systems, like, developed it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's the one I was always confused on. Yeah, but, but um, it's like a great time to be a fan, because, uh, like, Tekken 7 has had a, such a good lifespan, and they just keep getting new seasons, just because the fans keep buying the game and supporting it. Like, I never played Which, Tekken before. I mean, I played it, but I never took it seriously. And then... I ended up getting Tekken Seven, so that like speaks to how good the game is, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. It's funny because like people really like Tekken Four, Tekken Five, and then when they had to make the jump to the 360 and the PS3 era, Tekken was like the games were getting reviewed well, but people were not playing them as much, and it just seemed like Bandai Namco was struggling with how to get that IP out there. Yeah, but because um, because when the PS3 launched, it was like two years later or a year later they released Tekken Five, the online version. Yeah, and then way down the line they released Tekken Six, which was like an actual, um, which was an actual like PS3, Xbox 360 actual game title. Yeah, that was popular. I remember I watched a lot of Tekken Six tournaments. It was really entertaining to watch. Yeah, it was really popular. Um, but uh, at the, uh, but I mean, Tekken Seven is just uh, in terms of um, like putting your game out there, and uh, you know, letting it grow, letting it foster a community, and then kind of letting that community take see where that game leads them, and then also, you know, reaching out to them for feedback. They've done a really good job of that. Yeah, they've done an amazing job, and like they start a whole like it spawned like. What is it the Pakistan scene? Like Arslan Ash when he came onto the scene, no one knew like there was a whole fighting game scene in, like Pakistan. That was crazy. Um, but the the other thing too is that a lot of those uh, whatever uh, development secrets they had like implemented to Soul Calibur Six because Harada did help. Um, he did help uh, make Soul Calibur Six. They used a lot of what was making um, Tekken uh, Seven really popular, and you can tell because. Originally, Soul Calibur Six, it was it sold a little bit better than not a lot, but a little bit better than Bandai Namco wanted it to, and originally it did not have a season two uh, schedule. Yeah, but that yeah, shows so. how well they did it because I don't think Tekken Seven was supposed to have a season two either, but since the game just kept doing so well, it was like fuck it, let's keep going. Now they got yeah, season well, three. I think they're on like season four now, something like that. I think so. Season four, season five, but um, well, to ju- to go right from right there and jump into the gaming news, um, well, um, Street Fighter they announced uh season what was it season five or season six for Street Fighter five? Yeah, I think they're on five. I think so. Yeah, the last couple yeah. characters. This is the last season. But well, the thing is that the last season, the one, the update with Gil, yeah, season five. The update with Gale, that was supposed to be the last season. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, I don't know what's going on with Street Fighter 6. Some people assume that it's having uh, development turmoil. But, um, I mean, the last update was supposed to be the, uh, the last, um, the, 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 the last season for it. And then they sold the championship edition. But they just got a new season now. Yeah. And, um, it, it kind of just goes to show you how, you know, um, there's, I don't want to say it's the right way. I don't want to say it's the right way because I, I don't like the way Capcom does a lot of their stuff, the fighting game stuff. Hell yeah. But, you know, there's there's a community there that's definitely willing to pay money for extending the life of a fighting game. Yeah, they monetized Street Fighter Five to shit, and it just really pissed me off. Like It, it was horrible. Just the whole I remember- Street Fighter Five arc just pisses me off thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, the game launched Super Bare Bones, and then they got the story out. And then when they were making the story, uh, they wanted the story to cater to the Western audiences because uh, Japan did not want a story, or at least the Japan Capcom division did not want a story. Yeah. And then um, they launched the story. It was an okay story. Um, and then uh, th- on top of that, uh, they ad- they started adding... Um, Season season one and two weren't really all that well received. Mm-hmm. Um, started getting received well during season three. Uh, during uh, some of their official online, uh, they started adding putting ads in some of their online gameplay. Yeah, they put ads on their clothes. That was so scummy. I'm like, come on, dude. It's just yeah, it's too far, way too far. Yeah, and you know, fighting games. I don't know how hard they are to make, but. In terms of just balancing, it doesn't seem like they're as hard as certain other games when it comes to balancing. It's not like you're making a Battle Royale game and you're changing the map literally every season. Like, you keep the same stages, you keep the same characters, you might release a few costumes for them. But even the costumes, I can't imagine they're crazy difficult to make if modders make them and put them out for free all the time. I would imagine not. That they're the game. You had to buy like all the costumes. You had to buy the music, the stages. It's just too much, man. Too fucking much. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen with Street Fighter. I, I've never really been a fan of Street Fighter. I liked. Uh, there was I. I had the Street Fighter Three or Street Fighter Alpha. I think Street Fighter Alpha One for the PS One. I liked that one. It was one that had Sakura in it. Yeah, yeah, Sakura. This when she starts showing up in the Alpha series. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I also liked uh, one of the SVC, one of the one of the, the SNK versus Capcom games. They were uh, awesome. Yeah, those. I was really happy. Zero wasn't one of them. Not only was it Zero, but it was Zero from Mega Man Zero, the Game Boy Advance games. Dude, like those games were so fucking good back then. They were just full games. Now it's like I don't know with Capcom. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're they're they have divisions within the company that makes plenty of money, like Monster Hunter, Resident Evil. Yeah, Devil um, May Cry. They make Devil some May good Cry. fucking games. Yeah, and then they just shit the bed with some of their other properties. Which I don't get, because like Street Fighter Four was Mega so Man. good, and Marvel vs. Capcom Three was also really good, and then it's just like Street Fighter Five. It's annoying, and everyone has fucking V trigger, which is like thirty seconds of hell. It's and then also annoying. Marvel, and there was also Marvel's Capcom Infinite. Yeah, which they took out the assists. Why would you do that? It's like that's one thing we love. 
The yeah, game Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Infinite. I'm looking at on the PS4 right now, it is uh, $40 for the standard edition. Ew. Damn. The deluxe edition is $60. I don't even know what it comes with, though. Yeah, because literally everyone hated it, so they went to go play Dragon Ball Fighters, because that's the better Marvel game. Yeah. Only problem with Dragon Ball Fighters is the neck. I mean, Japanese games in general just have shitty neck code. Yeah, they talked about it at that roundtable thing. Hopefully, you know, things get better going forward. Oh, I don't... I don't know. I think that roundtable, I think they're going to get better in five five years. <laughs> I, I can't imagine them making any immediate changes. Not now, but hopefully in the future with this new generation. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Capcom has Lost Planet, Onimusha. I totally forgot about that. Uh, that's a throwback now. Yeah, they have the Mega Man's, which they don't do shit with those. Strider. Um, Strider, which totally forgot about that. Um, damn, what else is there? Resident Evil. Lots of Resident Evil. A lot of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually a cool skin for Mega Man in MVCI. Actually, other other Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite skins are pretty good, actually. Yeah, if you want to pay for them. <laughs> I mean, they're not bad though. They're actually not bad. So what's this? They're definitely Xbox thing. Um, oh, the Halo got delayed. Yeah, so it's a launching with no exclusives. No. I don't know if there's going to be an exclusive a month after. But God damn, right Xbox. Damn. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I personally don't really care too much for launch titles. If they're uh, good, if they're of, I care about them. I mean, the only system I know that had, like, good launch titles, I think, was... um. I think Nintendo 64. Well, the Nintendo 64 launched with Mario 64. Yeah. GameCube. Uh, I'm not. Okay, yeah, okay. So, Nintendo 64, good launch titles, and also um, Xbox 360. Honestly, I think that was it for me. Like, I was like, yeah, I remember GameCube. I, I've been had unimpressed. It, it had, like, Luigi's Mansion and, like, at least two other games, I think, that were actually really, really fucking good. But yeah, 360 was fire. They launched with uh, was it Need for Speed Underground, not Underground, but Most Wanted. Perfect Dark yeah, was kind of fun. I can't think of anything else. I think Madden. Project Gotham Racing. Oh yeah, and Microsoft is still doing that thing. Project Gotham, good stuff. Yeah, which I don't know what the fuck happened to that IP. Mm-hmm. I remember it went on the Zune because I remember I had a Zune HD and it kept getting advertised on there. Actually, I think it might have come with my Zune HD, but that was it. Yeah, I remember I got the PS4 launch. I think I had, like, Killzone, Assassin's Creed, but I didn't really get, like, super hyped until, like, Infamous came out. Then it was like, all right, Infamous, is this is great. I like this. Yeah, but, like, um, I don't know. I just, I, I've never really been impressed with uh, console launch titles, um, if I'm being perfectly honest. I, I It sucks for the people that are... Um, that wanted that experience. It yeah. sucks for them. Because oh. they sure as hell aren't getting it now. <laughs> yeah. But this Suicide but yeah. Squad game. Ooh. Yeah, so um, Rocksteady, the people that made Arkham, uh, the Arkham games, 
they're making a Suicide uh, Squad game where I think they're supposed to assassinate Superman. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Superman's on the cover. It's kind of all like they've released. It could have been Bizarro, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could be Bizarro. Or, or, yeah, I mean, it could, it could be also just alternate universe Superman from the those Injustice games. I have no idea. I'm excited because the Arkham games were great, and now that Rocksteady has a whole squad on them, like we can take control never, of Deadshot, Harley Quinn. It's gonna I be never sick, played man. Arkham games. You didn't play the Ar- I need. Oh man, no. they were good. I didn't even really see the the Suicide Squad movie, so I don't. Uh, I the only. Uh, the Suicide Squad movie I did watch was that animated one yeah, that came out like, like 2012. Dude, watch the animated ones. They're fucking That's, fire. No, the, yeah, the Suicide Squad animated movie, I saw that. I, I had it actually on uh, Blu-ray because yeah, I see. really, really liked there's it. There's one, um, Assault on Arkham, and then there was like Hell to Pay. Assault on Arkham. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it was like it was, the beginning was really weird because I was like, "Why the fuck are they chasing these guys that name themselves after chess pieces?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that I totally uh, I had. I really liked uh, that movie. I bought, I, like I said, I had it on Blu-ray because um, I, I watched it a lot and uh, it ha- it has a really good plot twist uh, halfway through. Yeah, there. that's and, what people don't understand about DC because they always expect DC movies to be like amazing, but if you watch their animated movies. Their animated movies are like amazing. They're like nine out of tens. Most of them are. Some of them are. I don't like some of them. Dog. Most of them shits are very entertaining. Like, like uh, I said, Flashpoint. I, yeah, Flashpoint was pretty good. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, is it Apocalypse War? Uh, yeah, I, Justice I League Dark. It's a bunch of them. They're really good stuff. Justice League Dark. Uh, I didn't really like that one. Uh, um, I saw Arkham. I think it's still the better, the one of the better ones. That yeah, one, I it's mean, very it's good. Just, I just think that one is just really, really good. Um, the other one that I really liked was uh, Under the Red Hood. I thought that was really good. Oh, yeah. Um, if you know what the story about the Red Hood, then uh, it sucks because if you're, like, that's how I kind of got introduced to that character was through that movie. So the story was super strong with me, but if you already know who that character is, then there's there's no real point in watching the movie unless you just want to see an animated version of that. Uh, yeah, you just want to watch... Um, Jason Todd do some crazy shit. That's my guy. He's like my favorite Batman character. God damn it, you're ruining the movie, Rich. I don't care. They, everyone's seen it now. If you don't know who freaking Jason Todd is, like, come on. How have y'all not seen this yet? Ruining the movie. Oh, well. It's going to be ruined. <laughs> um, No, those are the ones I, I had a few. I, I remember... I had a few other ones. I just can't remember them at the top of my head. But the one that really sticks out, once again, I, I said already, but I saw an Arkham. I just thought it was really, really, really well done. Yeah, the last Justice League Dark, which was pretty much just every DC character ever going to fight Apocalypse. That shit was nuts. Like, mad characters died. It was raw. It was mad raw. Oh, cool. On Amazon, there's a... There's a two-movie DC film collection where you can get Suicide Squad and Batman Assault on Arkham, which is cool if you want to watch that. Hell yeah. Those movies are great. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I didn't see a Suicide movie, Squad movie. I saw parts of it, and I was just like, this is really... It, it, just, it just seemed a little bit weird. It's weird. It's slightly entertaining. 
Harley Quinn was kind of entertaining, but I mean, they're you know what you're getting into when you watch them. I, I like the part where Joker and like his minions they're in like a building and they're having like a shootout. Mm-hmm. I like that part because I like what all his like minions were wearing, like just <laughs> ridiculous outfits and stuff. I I do like that. I like the idea of a gangster like a street Joker, but. I don't know. There was also that show, The Batman, which had like a really, like weird Joker too, where he was like in um, one of those crazy suits. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, and he had a he had like dreadlocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, he had, like, that was a really cool hair. version of the Joker too. Yeah, yeah, that was a really cool. Ver- I like that Joker a lot. And then as the series progresses, he kind of gets more like, I don't know about street smart, but more. Um, I think it starts getting grooming himself a little bit more, but that was that was a really cool Joker I really liked. Yeah, the thing I don't get is like they can do all of these anime movies series so well, but they can't do their movies as well as they do, which is so strange to me. They rush them. It's just it's just they're just they're looking for money to earn on their quarterlies, so they just they 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 rush them, which they shouldn't rush them, but they do, and you end up getting with. Suicide Squad would probably have been a good movie if it had like six months or a year more t- so that they could finish editing it. Yeah. Uh, like, um. Because Batman uh, versus Superman wasn't all that. It was kind of whatever. See, I like that one. And then, uh, I, I really did like that one. The only thing I didn't like about it was when Lois, like, like they get the, the Kryptonite spear or whatever, and then, like, she just throws it in the water. And then 15 minutes later, she needs it, so she goes to it. Now now she's going to dry. Now, so then Superman needs to go stop her from drowning. Yeah. I, I, hated the, I hated that. I didn't I like, like that movie that much, which is weird because I, like I liked it. Man of Steel. I thought Man of Steel was pretty fire. No, I, I like Batman versus, versus Superman. Ah, dude, I love, like, super aggro Batman. Yeah, just, I'm not even, like, over people and shit. I'm not even a fan of Superman, but Man of Steel to me was cool. Yeah, Man of Steel was really cool. I liked it a lot. Uh, but yeah, Suicide Squad game. Um, I don't know what influences it's going to take on. Based on the Arkham games, I would guess it's probably going to be influenced more by comics and than the films. Maybe the films might have some kind of influence on how some of the characters look, but I don't know. We'll I see think it'll happens. have an influence on who they choose, but I don't think it's going to have an influence outside of that. That's about it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you put here the Tony, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two demos only gonna be available to people that pre-ordered the digital copy. Yeah, but I so, want uh, that game. I can't wait to play it. When does it come out? It comes out, I think, later this month. But I can't wait. To hop on that board and hear that. Do 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 do. That shit is gonna be so much fun. I hope that is multiplayer too. Um. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna. I don't know how. Uh, it's gonna have multiplayer for sure. Uh I hope it's good. Um. I just. I feel like it's just gonna be a super short game, like maybe four hours. It might be, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna spend hours on that shit, just skating around. And then I also feel like if you uh, play that game online, you're going to run into people that are going to find the meta for getting uh, high points, and then they're just going to be spamming whatever that is. Oh, they did that on um, 
PlayStation 2 online. I don't know which Tony Hawk game it was, but yeah, people were insane on that. It was crazy. Yeah, so there's there's that. I mean, I, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there, there's there's Tony Hawk. Uh, interviews with Tony Hawk about that game, though, are really cool. And then um, there's always a running joke of Tony Hawk in his life where people can't seem to recognize him. They always tell him that he looks like Tony Hawk. Dude, Tony Hawk was like... That game was so influential. Just the soundtrack. It like made a lot of skaters yeah. like mainstream. Um, go to Tony Hawk's Twitter and take a look at how he's always complaining that people don't recognize him. It's very funny. <laughs> it's, very, it's very entertaining. It's like he... He'll go to a drive and say, anyone ever tell you you look like Tony Hawk? He's like, yep, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, skating um, was just the shit when uh, that game dropped. <laughs> Everyone was skating. Yeah, everybody was skating. Um, let's see, there's also... Uh, oh, yeah, they, they announced that Shin Megami Tensei uh, 3 when it gets re-released, uh, the AC version. You can get Dante from the Devil May Cry series for $9. Nice. I know he was a so, guest fight in that game, so now you can use him. I have no idea what the dude. I had that series. I know. I know shit about it. All I remember was seeing a Game Informer magazine where it showed his picture on like the page where they were showing that game, and I was like, "That is really cool." And that is it. Yeah, if I remember then, right, it was a boss fight in that game. And and not only that, but it also had the little sticker on the box that said featuring Dante from the McCry series. And thus, the meme was born. <laughs> that, that's all I know about that. I don't know shit about Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, I know Shin Megami Tensei fans are like kind of at war with Persona fans. It's just kind of funny. Uh, there was... Uh, never mind, I'm not going to talk about it. Maybe later. Okay. Uh, anyway, um... Yeah, so the Shane Mugami Tensei, there's a... Uh, the other thing, uh, Hyperscrape, for anyone who doesn't know, is a new Battle Royale game. It's entering Season 1. Uh, I just put it on there because I might try it out. It is uh, free to play for now. Um, it's a futuristic Battle Royale. I don't know if if it's going to be good, but, you know, people say it borrows a lot from Overwatch. It takes a lot from other... It, it learns a lot of lessons from other Battle Royale games. Mm-hmm. And I'm always down for games that learn from other games. Yeah. I watched Lone Wolf play it. It looked kind of good. It looked interesting. Yeah, I was playing Overwatch earlier, and I was like, uh, I I was, I was, like Overwatch. I still like playing it. I just wish uh, I wish people weren't so toxic in that game. And uh, I, I like the way Hyper Scrape is looking. Um... Well, the only thing that makes me nervous is Ubisoft and how they're gonna want to monetize it. But um, other than that, uh, it, it looks it looks great. Yeah, I wish I was more into battle royales, but I'm just I never got into that wave. D- dude, if you played Apex with me, I'm telling you, you'd be a pro. No. Yeah. I don't want to play Apex. Well, see, see, that's not with that attitude. Exactly. See, that's the problem right there. It is. You have a shitty attitude. I do. <laughs> see, I never got into, Mr. I never got into Battle Royales. Hey, do you want to try Battle Royale? Nah, fuck that. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, you, it's like, ah, 
Dude, I never got into Street Fighter. Oh, hey, would you like to play Street Fighter? No, fuck that. Yup. That's so dumb. It is. Um, let's see. The uh, Like I said, I'm, I'm hopelessly optimistic about it. And then um, the other thing over here that I have is that uh, Apple is picking a lot of fights with a lot of different companies. Oh, God. Um, so, right now, Apple is facing lawsuits, potentially from... Well, they're definitely going to face a lawsuit from Epic. But they're also potentially going to face a lawsuit from Xbox and Facebook Gaming. So, uh, Apple banned Fortnite because... Do you want to take a guess? They couldn't own it? I mean, Apple probably wants to own everything, so yeah. But <laughs> it was actually because um, the Fortnite was selling some V-Bucks. And uh, if you bought them through Fortnite's uh, system, I think it was like... Six ninety nine or seven ninety nine, but if you wanted to use like Apple Apple's system, it was like two or three dollars more expensive. Oh damn! Yeah. So uh, and and so Fortnite was undercutting Apple, and so this is gonna. Th- but this fight of Apple versus Epic, that's gonna affect all developers. Whatever, however that pans out. What what is crazy is that Fortnite put out a video like literally the day after which means that they were one expecting a lawsuit and two they they got their animators to work on this video and just dropped it like like they they knew what was going to happen sheesh which is to me wild and uh it's um that's that's the craziest thing about that is that to me the craziest thing about the is this 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 video and this video uh parodies apple's own commercial from the 80s from 1984 where they were saying that they were the underdog and all the other uh os's operating systems were going to kind of brainwash the world <laughs> that's funny so it's it's very it's a uh, this is a multi-layered and very ironic uh, suit. And I, I would assume that they're going to settle their differences because both of these companies probably don't want the lawsuit. But if there is, then whatever comes out of this, it's going to affect more than just Epic. It's going to affect how different um, app developers can monetize uh, their, their stuff. Now, cool. Apple versus Xbox. Yeah. Uh, do you know what that's about? No. So Xbox has this little thing called xCloud. Do you know what xCloud is? Yeah, you can play games off of that. Yeah, you can play games off of that. The, the, the problem with that is that uh, Xbox just recently announced that it's going to be a part of their uh, Game Pass or Game... Uh, their Game Pass Plus Gold Ultimate or something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so um, what that means is that... You can play Xbox games on your iPhone. The problem with that is that Xbox does not want to allow this. I mean, Apple does not want this app to go on their phone unless Microsoft individually catalogs every single game that's going to take advantage of this benefit, which you would assume is almost every game on the Xbox platform. Yeah. So they would have to put every game for the Xbox platform up for submission on the Apple Store. Mm-hmm. 
Would not be surprised. Uh, uh, but the the problem with that is that that is that is so many games. Like you gotta, that's everything from Farm Simulator to the HD port of Blinks or something. Jeez. Like uh, everything that was ever released for the Xbox One, anything that could take advantage of this, uh, of this uh, software, mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna have to submit everything individually instead of, uh, which, which which makes no sense because you already have the ESRB kind of rating these games for the most part. So, I mean, these things are already going through some kind of. Um, uh, the word I'm looking for a review process yeah. so then they're gonna have to get re-reviewed uh, in the Apple platform and then uh, the the thing with Facebook do you know what uh, Apple versus Facebook is no god damn it rich you need <laughs> to read um, so Facebook versus uh, Apple versus Facebook uh, so you know, uh, <laughs> 10 years ago, Facebook was making the initiative to put games on their Facebook website? Yes. Okay, I never played any of those games. Hell the no. Definitely didn't. Uh, that, so, um, you know what they should have put on there? That Teen Titans fighting game that was on the Cartoon Network website? Uh, if they put that on there, I probably would have played it. No, they had all but, those um, annoying, fake-ass spyware games. But continue. No, no, exactly. They were, they were. Some of them were definitely spyware. <laughs> uh, so, um, with so with the Apple versus Facebook stuff. So, Facebook gaming live streaming software is hard by Facebook. Um, I don't know if it's good or bad, but uh, you know, Facebook is making a big push for it. They uh, just recently consolidated some Mixer streamers onto Facebook gaming, um, and then Facebook also took some assets from Mixer. I don't know exactly what those things are, but hey, you know, that's the thing that's happening. So. Um, what does that what does that mean? Well, uh, the Facebook gaming app, which you need to look at, which you need to download to watch Facebook streamers um, outside of the website, that is uh, <laughs> this is kind of stupid, but Apple is telling Facebook that they cannot have that app up unless they remove their games from the app. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And to, to begin with, I don't know why Facebook decided to put those Facebook games on the app. <laughs> it's very, um, I don't know. This one seems like the stupidest out of all of them. So Apple was just going around to different people and just like, hey, you need to comply with our shit. I don't care about your shit, but get your shit together so it can go on our shit. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Damn, yeah, Apple. Yeah, they're just... Uh, this all happened with the last, like, week and a half or so. Man, Apple needs to be taken to court for releasing these expensive-ass computers that have shitty specs. That's what they need to be yeah, fined for. That you cannot upgrade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, my laptop, I get that you can't upgrade it. I get it, man. But I, I don't understand why was you so should right. buy a 4000 Five thousand, six thousand, ten thousand dollar Apple computer that that looks like a tube that (laughs) can't do shit. Yeah, (laughs) and then then because it's a tube, the form factor isn't the best for uh, getting air out of the system. Yeah, or it overheats. Fucking cheese grater. (laughs) 
yeah. It's um Apple's weird. I've never been a fan of Apple. I've always found their products to be way too restrictive for my liking. And I've never been a fan of the Apple um thing. The only thing I like about Apple is that I think they push the podcast format, which is what we're doing, to uh its logical conclusion and I'm very happy about that. Yeah, that's great. That, that's about it. But improve your yeah. products, Apple. Show some gamers some love. Put some graphic cards in there, you know. Um Oh, that's what okay. Here we go. I found it. So I was trying to figure out Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, okay, you're gonna laugh at this. Mm-hmm. So Shin Megami Tensei. So back back to that real story real quick. Sorry, this 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 is legitimately pretty funny. So when I was a young teenager, I had no idea what Shin Megami Tensei was, and I, I wanted to get into it. But I did not get into it because do you know why? Because it was some devil shit. No. Because I got very confused between this other game called uh Motion Gravure series Megumi. Oh, okay. Which which was a game about watching uh Japanese idols on the beach and stuff. And I legit got very nervous and thought I would order the wrong thing online and just decided to fuck this game series altogether. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll send you a picture. Of, I'll put a picture of this on the Discord. Because mm-hmm. uh, I legit thought this and Shin Tensei Megami were the exact same game. Because the, in my 14-year-old brain, the, the Megumi and the Megami were way too similar. And I also didn't know what Japanese was. And was just like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't blame you for that one. Yeah. No, this is, but this was legit a, a real... A real game. Um, it was called Megumi. Dude, I, I got this game confused with Shin Megami Tensei so goddamn much. And mm-hmm. uh, I think eventually it moved to other... I want to say there was, was it became Japanese only and it moved to some, a few other consoles. And I just... It was one of those things where my, my, my prepubescent mind was just uh, very, very nervous that I would do the wrong thing. Because I was just like, uh, this... I want the, the game with Dante, but I, I, don't, I don't know where... It, I don't know if this is the game with Dante. This does not look like the game with Dante. Yeah, it does not look like a game Dante would be in. Yeah, but uh, no, no, no. The, and the reason is just the Japanese characters and the Megumi part just confused the shit out of me. Yep, I can see that. Um, but um, but yeah, no. Apple's just picking fights with everybody. Uh, I've never been a fan of Apple. Fuck Apple. Good, yeah. good that they give Microsoft competition, but bad that they do that they want to monopolize everything. Hell yeah, they're trying to be like right. Amazon. Yeah, and and the last thing here is that Joshinoro Oro leaves Capcom after thirty years. Oh no! Oh no! My bad. <laughs> well, it doesn't it doesn't matter. He's gone. <laughs> oh, he's he's not gonna come to my house and crack uh, me. Uh, <laughs> oh no, will be missed. Um, I'm not sure how much he did, but he was definitely the face of Street Fighter, and he was definitely helping the pro uh, tour out, which was great. Do you know a lot about this guy or no? Uh, I just know he's involved with the Street Fighter brand. I don't know how long. Okay. For a very long time. But uh, he was really responsible for being the driving force of Street Fighter 4, which got a lot of people into fighting games. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, the uh, the the biggest uh, criticism of him was that he worked his employees too hard and sometimes he didn't pay them, and then he had to have awkward conversations with Capcom, and he was not a fun person to work. Which is weird because like his persona in the public eye is always like the fun guy. Yeah, and then Harada's is so, like uh, the hard ass. Yeah, which is funny because ironically now it's all backwards. Yep, where Harada is the fun guy, and apparently Ono still, he's still the hard ass. The people that work for him had very shitty things to say about him. Ouch. Yeah. So, since he's leaving, I don't know what that means for the. I don't know if he was involved with Street Fighter Six at all. Like, I don't know if. The rumor is that because he's leaving, that Capcom has to refocus what Street Fighter Six is, and that's why they're they're focusing on their new season instead of any kind of detail about whatever Street Fighter Six is. Seeing as has been almost five years since the release of Street Fighter Five. Yep, that sounds about right. So, yeah, I mean, he was definitely heavily involved in Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five, uh, and also uh, the some other. Uh, I don't know. Prior to Street Fighter Four, I got no fucking clue, man. So y'all can correct me on that. Yeah, exactly. But, but um, he's a. Uh, with him leaving, I can imagine that Street Fighter Six is going to change somewhat. I just don't know by how much, or if it's even at this point going to get released. Because I can totally see a feature where they just cancel Street Fighter Six and just be like, "Nope, work on Street Fighter Five forever." Yeah, I doubt that. I think people want the next iteration. I definitely. If do. they really, if they release a Street Fighter Six, what would you want from it? Um, more akin to like maybe Street Fighter Four or Three. The thing I hate about Five is um, you played you had Street Fighter Three, right? Uh, I played some of it, but that's that's uh, some of it. Like it's, it's a long time ago. Yeah, I just hate the fact that every character has like this whack ass V trigger, and it's just. 30 seconds of a powered up mode where you can access more combos and all this shit. I'm like, that's just annoying. Go back to 4 I mean, and give everyone that sounds like, like better mechanics. That sounds like the Soul Charge from um, Soul Calibur 6. Yeah, it's kind of like Soul Charge, but Street Fighter was never like that. It's like, you know the kid Yun from 3? Yeah, I heard that he was super broken in Street Fighter 4. Yeah, so everyone has like his super, the Geninjin thing, and they can just do some what crazy shit for like 30 seconds which I don't like I don't like so that in Street mechanic. Fighter 4 in Street Fighter 4 was he the only one that could do that oh no in 3 pretty oh. much I mean Yang has something similar which is his brother his yeah um it might be a couple other characters that have install supers but it's very limited mhm but I'd like it to go back to like 4 and what was the biggest, because you're going to have to educate me a, a little bit on this. What was the biggest, like, so outside of V-Trigger, was that the only big difference between Street Fighter 4 and 5? Uh, no, there's more. Uh, the normals are a little bit different. You had cro- close proximity normals in uh, 4, 5, every, you don't have those. They do have directional normals, which is cool, that's fine. But that kind of incentivizes you in 4 to, like, get better in practice. 5... I don't have much of that drive because the combos are easier and it's just it's just kind of more boring. I can't you can't really like let your playstyle fly so much as it could in four. Okay, so it's more um 
so how fights how fights turn out in um Street Fighter Five versus Four is like where five they're more primarily driven by whatever the limitations of that character were given. Yeah. So you have like there's an ideal way to play this character and you kinda wanna play towards that. Street Fighter Four, yeah. you could play defensive, you could have a balance, you could be oppressive. You could you had different people, like Infiltration's Akuma was not the same Akuma as Tokido's. Wolf Crone's Sea Viper was not the same as Latif's. Like you could tell from their playstyles. In five I don't even really give a shit because they're all doing the same optimized combo every time. The same setups, the same shit. Hmm. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I can imagine people that really like their fighting games, they probably would be pissed off by that. Yeah, that sounds like something my my cousin said. You had a lot of more expression in your playstyle in Street Fighter 4, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, like I said, like you said, that that makes a lot more sense. Um, because you you usually when whenever anyone tells me, oh, this is what you want to do with your character all the time, like this is the optimal way to play, I almost always ignore that. I'm like, okay, well, fuck that. Yeah, because you want to be able to bring your playstyle. I mean, like I play Ayane, right? My Ayane plays way different than Back Turn Legends and you know Killy and Hajin. Hajin likes to play very safe. You know, back turn legend likes to get swaggy on offense. Me, I like to just maximize damage where I can. You know, some people more setup based, and some people like max damage. Yeah. No, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. Okay, that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens if I, I don't know, man. In Street Fighter, the new update for Street Fighter Five, they're supposed to bring some. Like, if you look at that trailer. It says that they're supposed to bring some uh, gameplay changes. So yeah, they're supposed Dude, to have maybe... like a new defensive mechanic, something like that. I think. Yeah, and then not only that, but I think at the end, whenever they release the third or fourth character, they're going to make additional gameplay changes. So they might, they might do something. They might do something that you might end up liking. I don't know. Yeah, I mean the characters that they're adding are cool. You know, Rose is great. I don't, I don't know why they added Dan back. Fuck Dan, but. Akira, Akira, very cool. Akira from Rival Schools, hell yeah, great pick. Great. I think every every game needs to have a joke character, and I need that. I think that character needs to have needs to be really shitty, super shitty all the time, but have this one absurd, broken one mechanic. (laughs) I just just make some into. I like Dan, but the idea, the concept of me paying for Dan, not so much. No. No. Watch. Dan's going to come out and everyone's going to talk about how broken he is. Everyone's going to be making videos like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Dan is broken. Oh, yeah. And Oro. Oro is a great uh, add to the little chicken man from Third Strike. Yeah. 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 I like him. Okay. That's good. But I hope Street Fighter 6 just give us more expressive ways to play. I don't want everyone to play the same way like they do in 5. Alright, well, we'll see what happens. Anyway, do you have anything else to add, or is that, are we done? No, I think that's about it. I'm surprised you were able to find this much stuff. There's always, there's always news, you just have to know where to look. Always. Well, it certainly always. isn't IGN. 
Oh, you could find there. You can find good stuff there too. Just got nowhere to look. Yeah, you're. Oh shit. You're, yeah, you're, you're. We're 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 Gucci. All right. Okay. You guys have a good day. Thanks a lot for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, peace out. Peace out.